This is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Telecom Reseller, and this is a special podcast for the Cloud Communications Alliance and TR Publications. This is the final part of our series of special podcasts for the upcoming Cloud Connections Conference and the CPAS Showcase at that conference. And we have with us today Kevin Nethercott, the CPAS Acceleration Association. Kevin, thank you again for joining us and hosting. Yep. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate the opportunity. And I'm very pleased uh, to tell everybody that we also have with us Sanjay Srinivasan, who is with Vonage. Sanjay, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Doug, and uh, nice to meet you, Kevin. Um, so a brief, a little bit brief about myself. So my name is Sanjay Srinivasan. I'm the SVP of Solutions Engineering at Vonage. I've been with Vonage now almost 15 plus years. and uh, I've been in this uh, UC, CC, and now the CPAS space for 20, 25 years. Um, it, it's a great space to be, and it's uh, and it's such evolving. It, it's evolving at such a fast pace, and I'm excited to be representing Vonage as part of the CPAS uh, uh, Alliance and the demo showcase. So thanks for the opportunity, and glad to be here. Well, Sanjay, with that, let's talk about this. But with that type of experience. Why CPASS? What what's important about CPASS? Um, and is in ha- help me connect it with what you just said with all those different technologies that over the years you've been involved with. Yeah, good question. And, and I'm going to respond to it under the context because CPASS can be discussed under various contexts. But I'll kind of focus as uh, at least for this podcast and for the demo showcase under the context of how we see CPASS is used to augment the customer experience, right? Um, we call, our, our mission is accelerate the, ability, the world's ability to connect, right? It's all about establishing connections and having conversations. And if you think about um, uh, how, what the role CPASS plays, essentially it helps the UCAS and the CCAS ecosystems to provide innovation, right? Um, the only way to accelerate anything in, in these days, certainly uh, uh, in the fast-changing business uh, environment we are all in, is innovate. And that innovation has to come from uh, both from a service level perspective, but also from core technology. If you think about the UCAS and uh, CCAS ecosystems, they've been largely designed uh, on, these products have largely been designed on how we all operated as businesses and people over multiples of years, right? And and essentially they shrink wrapped themselves into a certain form, a certain function, which is extremely functional and gets most people maybe 85 to 90 percent there. But uh, with the changing you know dynamics of how business gets done post COVID, especially. I think customers, are, are, our customers are, are figuring out that in order to differentiate themselves, raise them about, themselves above the pack, they too have to differentiate and innovate on how they interact with their end customers. So where CPaaS comes in is allows me, me the end, the customer, to introduce additional unique workflows that may not be available out of the box from the UCAS and the CCAS platform and differentiate myself. Uh, that's, I think, one clear view of how CPAS is starting to take root in the ecosystem that is UCAS and CCAS centric. 
Of course, there's another entire world of CPaaS that is consumed by developers and application providers and ISVs as they construct their own applications and they need to enable their applications with real-time communications. And clearly CPaaS is absolutely necessary for them to be able to do that. Otherwise, they'd all have to become telephony and messaging experts on their own and, and, and not add value to their core application itself. So that's how I think the world of CPaaS, UCAS, CCAS are all coming together. So, you know, Kevin, as you're hosting this uh, showcase, is what Sanjay is describing as sort of the lay of the land of CPaaS, does that sort of coincide with what we might be able to see at the showcase? It sure does. It sure does. I think where we're seeing CPaaS now is it's a term that's a bit more familiar than it was a year or two ago, but it really does reside in the background because ultimately what CPaaS is used for is enhancing that customer experience. And so as an end user, I don't care that there's a CPaaS. I only care that I can use this channel to chat on, or I get this intellectual IVR that saves me 15 minutes on hold. You know, these are the things that as a consumer are important to me. And it is CPaaS in the background that's enabling that. And so as we look at what we'll have at the showcase, I think we've got some really cool demos and applications that are going to show how the technology is used in a commercial setting. And so the idea here is to show things that customers are paying for today, that they've integrated, that they're using in their own environment. And so absolutely, I think what Sanjay is describing is, is where the market now is and really where the growth will come is as we expand from simple bits and bytes to that customer experience and really meeting the consumer where they want to communicate. So Sanjay, give us a taste of what we're going to see at the showcase. Well, Kevin just did, I think. Um, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> for the demo and the showcase, what we're going to focus on this central thesis that um, today we talk about customer journeys, right? Um, like the customer when they interact with a a service provider of some kind, or a you know vendor partner of theirs, uh, they're going to engage or enter into a journey with their uh, agent and back office workers, etc. Historically, we have thought that the, these journeys are can be completely pre-planned and completely thought out, and it goes back. Everything is in a shrink wrap version. That I used to do it this way, so it must be the right way still. But I think we're learning now that customer journeys and customer service journeys are uh, a dynamic thing, uh, and and then that whole customer experience that we want to deliver. It is not something that can be entirely pre-planned or it can be mostly pre-planned, but you want to be able to be very agile and reactive, even within a conversation, if you will, as the customer interacts with the agent to be able to react to changes that the customer is bringing to the interaction itself. And so that's the key uh, uh, thesis we're gonna demonstrate around is being able to be agile and dynamic as you construct uh, these journeys. And uh, central to that is the ability to uh, deliver contextual communications to make that overall customer experience happy. So specifically, uh, I'm going to be a little more specific as to what we're going to demonstrate. Uh, what we're going to demonstrate is the, the ability to uh, communications enable any workflow 
in a, in a in a interaction in a contact center. We think of these interactions as just workflows, and and while they may have a general structure to them, as that interaction happens, you you may need to change the workflow and be agile. And then you have to be make it contextual, and the only way to do that is to be able to leverage uh, number one you know, reacting to multiple channel requests, like Kevin said, my interaction might start with an SMS or a WhatsApp message, and then quickly wanna, es you know, not escalate, but change that to a, to a voice call or a video call. So certainly being dynamic around which channel to be used, but equally dynamic around the content of that interaction, because as that interaction continues, I wanna be able to leverage information about past interactions I may have had with a customer. You know, you think of CRMs today. You know, CRMs are a collection of contextual objects. And so being able to use the value of any object in the CRM system to construct this workflow or interaction and then use multiple channels to interact with the customer is, is what we're gonna show. And for the demo, we're gonna use Salesforce as the CRM of example. Uh, and rather than show, we certainly will show a, a a built interaction that uses object information from the CRM, uses multiple channels to um, build on the journey. But more importantly, we'll also show a interaction builder because it goes back to the whole dynamic concept. Maybe this interaction ended a certain way, and and then the the contact center supervisor or the, the, those that run the operation figure out hey, we should be able to tweak it this way, especially with AI assets that are now highly reactive and, and can be changed quickly. We'll show how we can, um, more than the interaction itself, the concept of an interaction builder that brings together UC, CC, and uh, CPaaS assets to get together. So that's, that's, the, that's the goal for the show. So hopefully that gives you some uh, inkling of what's about to come. Yeah, Go ahead, no, Kevin. I that, can see you're nodding your head. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're 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 nailing it um, in the sense that um, I actually had an opportunity to do a podcast with uh, with the original Nexmo founder, um, Tony James, and oh, um, within that, yeah, and within that conversation, what he shared, and we actually called it the Godfathers of, of CPAS, right? So we had a number of the original kind of CPAS guys on that panel. And what he shared um, during that conversation was the fact that we've done a really good job of getting developers to use APIs on a platform. But really the growth of our industry is based on the next 20 million people that can interact with the technology. And That's so right. when I hear Sanjay talk about this orchestration layer or this process builder, um, that's what allows guys like me to actually impact my business as a business owner where I can just come in and tweak things without being a developer. And um, so I think that this is a really exciting next phase of our industry. And this will open up and take us from the $15 billion that we probably did last year as an industry to $30 million over the next four or five billion, that's with a B, $30 billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't miss that one. Um, <laughs> over the next four or five years, because those that will be able to interact and leverage the the power of the platform with a simple you know drag and drop type of environment 
is going to be super powerful. So I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to see that in action because I think that's a real life experience that any business that uh, tunes into the showcase will say, I can use that. That makes sense. Awesome. So, uh, Sanjay, uh, let me uh, follow along with what Kevin was just saying. It's interesting that you've focused very much on the customer and um, in the customer journey, the customer experience. And I must say, as uh, folks will know if they've listened to the other podcasts, it's been interesting that each contestant has brought out another aspect of what CPASS can do, each one original. So that's great. And But I also want to see if if I can understand better if there's an opportunity here with the Vonage approach to CPASS for CSPs and MSPs and so on. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the um, whomever interacts with a customer, which is pretty much all of us, has to be thinking about um, the experience. And, you know, uh, while we do uh, focus on on the customer experience, you know, it's, it's in the in the latest thinking around contact centers, everybody says you make the agent's experience the best, and the customer experience will just naturally follow because everybody wants to do a good job, right? At whatever job that they're doing, they want to do a good job. And so often, I think probably the most ignored persona in a contact center operation might be the agent themselves. And so uh, if you focus on using CPaaS to augment the agent's experience, I mean, the customer's experience will just naturally follow because one happy person begets another happy person. So uh, we think that uh, MSPs and CSPs have to seriously look at uh, using CPaaS um, widgets, if you will, uh, to to solve the same problem we ourselves are solving. Right. And with the new Ericsson acquisition, that's probably going to bring the Vonage platform even into a broader set of new customers. How is how is that merger and uh, how is how's that experience going? Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the acquisition is, I almost forget now, six plus months old, but uh, it's been great uh, in terms of uh, companies, when large companies integrate, cultures matter, and it's been a great match of cultures. And then it's complementary technologies, right, um, uh, for both Ericsson and from, from a Vonage perspective. The exciting world of 5G is upon us or and starting to roll out and scale. And, you know, we've talked about programmable edges, and now we're talking programmable networks, wireless networks. And so the, the layering of, of uh, CPaaS APIs over the programmable network to make the network programmable were used by application developers, contact center operators to enhance that customer experience. Think about gaming with you know, QoS being delivered wirelessly. Again, video interactions in the contact center, all of that is coming together well. So we're excited about uh, being part of the Ericsson uh, family and the expert and their expertise in the in the wireless industry and how the connectivity aspects and the application uh, application connectivity are going to come together even more. So um, yeah, exciting 2023 and beyond. Sanjay, I really want to thank you for joining us today. This has been really illuminating. I'm so excited to be seeing you in under a week and uh, actually see these solutions being deployed and to even better understand them. But for now, where can we learn more about Vonage and where can we learn more about CPASS, the Vonage ideas on CPASS? I mean, our, our, 
online presence is great. Uh, certainly, that's a great resource to Vonage.com. To um, there's a lot of content there. There's uh, social a blog blog posts, etc. Available, and certainly uh, our channel partners are quite informed about the Vonage ecosystem and these products and services we deliver. So all of those remain. And then um, interacting with Vonage personnel themselves, uh, our sales folks and our marketing folks are ever eager to tell you more. Kevin, thank you for being my travel companion as we've journeyed through the world of CPaaS in advance of the showcase. Where can we learn more about the Cloud Communications Alliance, the CPaaS Acceleration Alliance, Cloud Connections, and the, uh, the, CPaaS, connection, the CPaaS Showcase at Cloud Connections? Yeah, so I'd start at uh, cloudcommunications.com. That's the website for the CCA. Um, there you'll find the agenda for the show. And um, we'd love to invite you to our session, which will be 2 o'clock on the 17th on Tuesday afternoon. Um, I believe we will be streaming that live as well. So we'll get that information out to you as, as we bring that up online. And then for general um, knowledge and uh, information around CPAS, I'd invite you to come to our CPAS Acceleration Alliance website where we have a number of blogs and analysts and different uh, information for the broader community. And that's at www.cpassaa.com. So uh, thanks again for hosting us, Doug. And this is, this. I'm really excited for next week and, and getting in some warm weather as well. As are we also, uh, Kevin, thank you very much indeed. And Sanjay, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to us. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah.